What's up? What's happening? Welcome to an episode of the Yankshaft F1 podcast. Group of American dudes who like watching other dudes drive really fast. We got the whole gang back together this week. Joining me as always from the nation's capital, Johnny Gomes. Feels good to be get back together, boys. And from an undisclosed location in the Midwest, Ian. Pichawa. So, uh, what? We had, uh, you got, weren't able to get together uh, last week after the recap, the, the Singapore Grand Prix. So we, uh, I honestly don't know the last time that we all were together. I guess it was a few weeks ago at this point. Somehow, there's a lot to talk about. There's no more uh well i guess the the driver's championship is still on no i'm i'm now receiving word that that the driver's championship is is officially over we're we're sorry for the delay i know we were mid-interview here but the driver's championship is decided uh max verstappen is your 2022 champion but there's still uh still some some good stuff to talk about did any of you guys stay up for the race let's start let's start with the important stuff from the japanese grand prix 2022 yeah, man, I was ready for that race to go. Um, yeah. I wanted to watch it at midnight, have it start, and then I get like two laps in, and then uh, your boy got a little tired. And after waiting about ninety minutes, uh, I think it was around one thirty in the morning, I passed out. That's so, a valiant effort. It was yeah. a valiant effort. For me. Yeah. Yeah, I stayed up all night. I uh, was pretty delirious by the end of it all. Um, but but for me, like this is the quintessential race like for an american f1 fan staying up all night or, or setting that weird like 4 a.m alarm to get up and watch a race like that's what it's all about that's how we all you know uh dipped our toes into the sport and and it's just feel it felt good to have suzuka back on the calendar uh just really unfortunate that we didn't get to see more racing or um under more normal circumstances I get, you, Johnny, you're probably right, and I think I've just gone soft with my ESPN wake-up times at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning and watch Formula <laughs> yeah. 1. That's probably, it's probably what says more about me than it does about the, the sports or anything else. Yeah, I like to complain whether I have to wake up at 7 a.m. to watch Formula 1, but, like, it, it, it keeps me honest, keeps me healthy, you know? Like, it's really, it's, it's an excuse to get me up early on the weekends, and I, and I honestly don't mind it. It's like, what, this and Australia are the yeah. two where... I think they started at the exact same time. It was like two for I mostly one. Blame, I mostly blame the delay, though, because like watching Australia at midnight when it was racing and it was great, beautiful weather outside, it was – that's amazing. But when you get a delay where you don't know when they're going to come back and it's getting the wee hours in the morning, that gets, that gets tough. It gets tough. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I admittedly, like, we, we, we went to Gainesville to watch uh, Mizzou play Florida in football. Had a long day, so I fell asleep very early that night and just woke up and watched it on replay got two laps in uh and then just started fast forwarding and then i kept fast forwarding and kept fast forwarding and realized that it was like almost a two-hour delay i think when it was all said and done um and i've never been happier that i did not try to try to stay up uh stay up for an entire race in my defense, so the new FIFA came out and I was up all night playing Ultimate Team. And when I looked at the clock, it was like two in the morning. So I just said, you know what, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and tough it out and <laughs> stay, yeah. stay up the extra few hours. If but, you're already up, you know, your mind's racing, uh, you know, been playing video games. You're not falling asleep anytime soon. So the Japanese Grand Prix, it happened. It was wet. Uh, we got, what, two laps in and then Carlos signs. Is that when that that incident happened, right? Carlos signs just he was the first the one. Out of it was the first lap to crash. Out. Yeah, yeah was, it was the first yeah. lap. It was the first lap the first that it happened, and then they red flagged it on the second lap. Um, so yeah. first lap, 
there were some incidents, there was some contact, there's some wonky stuff going on, but really it was Carlos Sainz going just completely losing the Ferrari, going full off into the barriers um, that set off set off the train of events that led to to the red flag. One of those incidents being they had a the the tractor. I'm just gonna get right into this because we only got what 45 minutes to an hour of racing. So let's get right into the 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 FIA drama of it. They brought the tractor out on the track and Pierre Gasly could have had a really bad outcome for that. Thank God that Carlos Sainz's car didn't bounce further out into the track because we could not see anything at all in that spray. It's like two feet visibility at best. Yeah. You couldn't see the front of the tires. Yeah. You can see it. I believe that they were showing Ricardo's car, like a couple spaces ahead of Gasly. And you could kind of see, like, you're like, what is that thing with, like, the lights? Like, what, what is going on up there? And then you see Gasly just go by, and that's when he obviously freaks out, and rightfully so, is there's, like, this just tractor headlights on the um, on the track. And I I couldn't get over how, watching on, you know, the broadcast in America, that um, we were almost like, well, Pierre Gasly was speeding a little bit. That's why he noticed it. And it was like, well, it doesn't matter if he's speeding or if he's going 50 miles an hour. Like, why is there this big tractor on the track like what like we're missing the point here guys like this is this is not okay like what's going on and so that was that was a little frustrating to watch so i saw a lot of like people trying to not necessarily backlash for pierre but people being like you know well he was speeding anyway it's like that's not at all the right take no he he was definitely speeding and like and my first takeaway was like oh man pierre like you got to be more careful like that you, you can't be doing that in these conditions that's true but there should never be that situation with the with yeah. the the you know the the tractor that's pulling the car up. That I mean, should like, never happen. That's completely us. out of his control, and it's way more egregious than him speeding. He knows he knows the risks of speeding. We see it all the time. We see guys pushing the limit under double waved yellows. Like yeah. it happens. It's a reality of the sport. Guys push it a little bit, push the pace. They don't slow down as much as they should have. He knows the risks of doing that, even in those conditions. The risk of doing that should not involve sliding into a, you know, a giant piece of machinery. I'm pretty sure there was a marshal on the track. Right yeah, I wonder if made that call. Too. If, if we've got a rogue uh, tractor driver or if that's like... I mean, especially yeah. what... I mean, especially what happened, what happened, it was a 2014. Um, yeah, 20, especially, yeah, especially after literally happened at same track so yeah. it's like especially after this incident already happened like and you know, obviously we all know how close jules and pierre were so it's just like what you know what this is craziness i don't know it's, it was it was really frustrating to see that and it was even more frustrating for me to see that almost like the the thing being talked about more was that pierre guys it was speeding not necessarily there's a freaking tractor on the course when there's no visibility yeah it's like me going 85 on the highway on my way to work you know what i mean like i'm speeding but then somebody just decides to slam their car right into me like i was i was i was doing something wrong but certainly the other person is more guilty than i am it, it, it would certainly seem and the fia i don't like j- there should be no machinery on the track in those conditions especially no. without a red flag no. the red flag came out right after that but there again the drivers know 
the risks of, of they know what a, a yellow is, double wave yellow, whatever, all the information they're getting. They know it. They should not have to factor in. I wonder if there's maybe just going to be a tractor around the corner. That's that's just a little bit, a little bit too much, too much for me. Do we want to get onto the 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 race, the the rest of the race? We're ready to move, move on from that incident. So uh, Max Verstappen basically <laughs> led the entire time. Um, it was a, a flawless, a flawless drive from him to become world champion. Um, eventually I would like to point out right here. If Mick Schumacher doesn't get a seat, he did lead this race. He led this race for all of 75 yards as Fernando Alonso pitted and Max Verstappen overtook him on the main, on the, on the pit straight. There was a brief moment of about 0.2 seconds where Mick Schumacher technically led this race. But once the dust settled, it was Max Verstappen all the way. Incredible season, incredible drive. I guess we got to give him his praise. Back-to-back -back world champion. That's 12 uh, race wins, man. That's not nothing. Yeah. To, to the max. Hashtag. Back-to-back um, -back champion. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan. They could. I feel like they could have done better. That's um, that's that's that's. He's, that's he's that now equal to Fernando Alonso in world championships. There we so there we go. That's a that, that's a good <laughs> a, a good way to put it. Um, <laughs> I I'm I'm honestly kind of thankful that um that this drivers championship is finally over, so that we can just stop talking about it because it's been like kind of a chore trying to find interesting points to talk about with like well max extends his lead now another bad week for leclerc like i'm just glad it's over we can focus on those other battles you know for three and four whatever what have you um but I, I, max congratulations good on you um you know praising the dutch but i'm glad it's over yeah for sure i mean again after how great last year was this year has been a little bit of a not a letdown but just kind of more what we usually expected from l1 um, pretty much no Max Verstappen is going to be champion since probably the, I don't know, 20 minutes into the first race. Mm. No, 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 no. Don't, don't you, don't you wash mm. out those first like five races where we thought yeah, Ferrari pretty, were legit. Sure you, let's go back. If we go back and re and re review the tape, I think it's you're saying Ferrari's legit. And I'm like, no, Max Verstappen is going to run away with this. Look, I am a part of this podcast. And as such. This podcast was saying that Ferrari might do it this year. Okay. Were they? Were we? Yes. Yes. That. The podcast as a whole, because one of the members no. kept saying something. I don't remember who it was. I don't know. We, yeah, we don't need yeah, to talk about who it was. I think it was. I think I think I said that Red Bull was going to crush it. Max Verstappen was going to kill it as we really pulled yeah. in here. And then here we are. But you never know. There might have been some, some raised eyebrows when someone suggested that, uh, yeah, I, I think there might have been one person. Really Someone. I just, I like, wish I could remember yeah. who it was, you know, so I could clown him right now for being weird. just so, so wrong. That'd be um, so weird. Yeah, yeah. no, the, the writing's kind of been on the on the wall with Max yeah. and Red Bull. Glad it's finally done. And, <clears throat> yeah, and, and just to kind of, you know, see Leclerc finally get put out of his misery there uh, <laughs> at the end of that race in, in the fashion that Typical it happened. Typical you know? Ferrari fashion. Because, you know, we were always just, it's, I hate that, you know, mathematically eliminated uh, talk type stuff. It's there was boring. no chance in hell Leclerc was ever yeah. going to come back and win, you know, 
however many races in a row to steal <laughs> it from under Max. So just to finally kind of quell those talks is, I'm happy. Well, it, it's one of those things where, like, if there's two or three races left, then, like, sure, you know, Nicholas Latifi can take somebody out once, maybe twice. Yeah. You know, maybe somebody gets COVID <laughs> or something. Like, it's possible. But the fact that they're, like, they were talking um, – when both like Leclerc and Checo, you know, like we're, we're struggling earlier in the race. They're like, this might be the end of his championship fight. Like, what are you, there's 10 races left, dude. Like there's no chance or however many are left at this point. There's never, it was never a chance, but they use the talking points exactly the same way as they would when there's, you know, there's only two or three where it's still plausible that like, you got to maybe- create talking points though. You've got to create talking points. That's one of them. But just, yeah, saying like, oh, and this is the end of their championship hopes. Like, oh, yeah, Max Verstappen wasn't going to score six points for the rest of the season. Like, again, I, I, because we're so – we still have so much time left, that's what makes it so nice the, that we're done. We can eliminate that. Yeah, the, the only way that Max Verstappen was not going to win the championship going into this race was if there was like a freaky Friday like body swapping incident where like – he switched I think spots. Nicholas Latifi could score six <laughs> points before the end of the year. I'm going to be honest with you, in that car. Jamie Lee like, Curtis herself could score not, six points in that let's car. Not get, let, let's not get crazy to Nicholas Latif could score six points. but uh. <laughs> All right, Lindsay Lohan could. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll go with a better driver. We've all seen Herbie fully loaded, all right? Yeah, oh, there we go, there we go. Came full, full circle there. Yeah, just a strange, strange set of circumstances. Uh, speaking of the strange set of circumstances – Let's get into how how we found out that Max Verstappen won that title after winning this race. Because it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to win the race for the last 20 minutes. Leclerc closed the gap a little bit with like 20 minutes left. Again, it's minutes, not laps, because the timer was running out. And destroyed his tires in the process. And so then Max started lapping a second a second quicker than him. <laughs> so he wins he wins the race. And the announcers say absolutely nothing about him winning the championship. He goes to do an interview with Johnny Herbert, bless his soul. You know, they interview the podium guys and he interviews Max doesn't say anything about the championship and then sets Max aside. Then he, then he interviews Checo and talks, or it might've been Leclerc's second, I guess, and interviews him. And then before they get to Checo, he says, wait a minute, I need to bring Max Verstappen back up here. You're now the 2022 world champion Formula One. And that is how the vast majority of us found out that that he had won the championship. I, I mean, the, like 99 point something percent of us. I think Max f felt the same way as most of us did when he responded with, really? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> there was a radio message from Checo, like, after, like, when the race had ended, and he goes, is, is Max champion? And they're like, not yet. We're not sure. We're not sure, Sergio. <laughs> like, nobody I knew what was going the, on. I, I just think that's such, that's so, that's such part of the course, though, for Formula One, or, like, the FA is just like, uh, but it should like, yeah, be. It is. Let's make Max Verstappen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, it's like the delays, where it's like, hey, when's the delay? How much delay for? Oh, we don't know. No. Um, now was this was that did that end up did the championship end up going to him because of the Leclerc five second uh, penalty? Is that what the Leclerc whole Leclerc five like, second penalty? That was not the main factor though. The main factor that was them making it a full points race when it was supposed to be a half points race. Yes, okay, based yes. on after because they started after the red flag. 
They started after the red flag. Restarted so, after the red flag. Yeah, to, to like very basic American sports fan, like here's my explanation of it. After Spa 2021, you know, where they awarded half points for absolutely no racing, they changed the rule. Yeah. And so points are awarded based on like the amount of racing that you were actually able to do before the red flag that like finished the race. They did not put in any new rules for what happens if you restart the race after a red flag. If it, if the race ends on under racing conditions, it's full points. So hypothetically we could have a two hour, 45 minute delay get it restarted, have a little five lap sprint and full points will be awarded. Now I imagine that they will be That's... changing that rule in the off season. They did. They fixed one thing and broke another and they weren't anticipating this happening. Certainly not on the week where someone's going to clinch the driver's championship. But again, that's par for the course for uh, formula one and the FIA. So that's why that happened. But no one, I mean, I guess the teams internally had kind of known, like nobody protested that that is in fact the rule. Like they applied it correctly. It was just a bad rule. So the penalty to Leclerc and then it being a full points race was what made Max world champion. And I don't think anyone knew, knew that at the time the race ended. John, I think you're muted. Yeah, it was just a very confusing process and very awkward um, by by fault of no one, you know, no one's fault. Um, just the way things unfolded, and it was all very weird. And no, it's the FIA's very fault. Anticlimactic. Yeah, well, yes, yes. Someone's at fault. <laughs> um, yeah, like that's such like a oh, congratulations! But it also just goes to show like we're still pretty early. We're, I mean, we're not even through October yet, and we already have it locked up. So like, it's more of just a. I wish they just would have waited and done it after, you know, where the next race. Yeah. Yeah. Brazil? No. America, We're going Mexico. to America, baby. It's us. I knew it was somewhere in North America. I don't have tickets, so it's like, eh. Yeah, we're going we're going to Texas, baby. Fiesta, Texas. Yeah. Like, why didn't, just, why didn't they just give it half points and then let Max clinch in Texas and, like, boom. No, yeah. They, they literally could not have picked a more, like, anticlimactic way for that to happen. I mean, like, even if I, I like, rewatched the end of the race earlier and, and, you know, Crofty's like, like, you know, Max, he wins the Japanese Grand Prix and makes no mention of the championship. And that was not because of they were waiting for the Leclerc penalty to come down. It was because nobody knew there was going to be a full points race. It was in that moment that everyone started looking into it. And then the new information so, started coming down. So then I think, I think it's, is it, when's it fair to say our Max's driver championships, both frauds? Is it fair to say? Oh, oh, I, I, I was seeing that by 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. Okay. I mean, okay. yeah, plenty. Okay. They, sure the people sure are out there. I'm not discussion. one of them, but the people yeah. are out there. They, they, they somehow have, have rigged both of these. Neither one of his uh, actual – the day that Max was crowned champion was sketchy both times. That's what I'll say. Yes. And I'm, he's I'm, never, I'll he's never won a clean championship. He's never gotten awarded the championship on a, on a day where it felt it felt clean and like it should have – should have been awarded, but he was always going to be the champion. He is the champion back to back. Very impressive. I hope we don't have another, uh, you know, Lewis Hamilton situation on our hands um, where he's going to win, you know, six of the next seven championships. Um, but he's an incredible driver. 
Yeah. And so we'll we'll see what happens next year. Don't really want to spend too much time on Red Bull getting over the budget cap on minor infractions. There's a lot of they spent too much on sandwiches allegedly. You know, I've seen a lot of a lot of things flying around there. So we're we're just gonna save that for for an off season podcast to try to break down the, the finances. I'll get my mom, she's a CPA on, you know, we'll we'll, we'll really break down uh break down the finances of it. Ready to get back back so back to the race. Now that we've gotten Let's sorry, see. this is all over the place, but we got 45 minutes of racing. We got someone being crowned world champion after his interview for winning the race. Um, we're trying to try and stay on track as best we can here. Carlos Sainz crashed out. Uh, Charles Leclerc had second place locked up. Uh, and speaking of locking up, that's exactly what he did into uh, into the chicane right before there at the end. Got a five second penalty. Slam dunk penalty. No, uh, no sense in waiting. And uh, so he ends up ends up finishing third into the uh the mercedes of it all um just going down going down the line in the constructor standings interesting day for them and i'm going to use this to transition to another team because i don't want to just sit here going down the line we don't you know we don't like doing that just going down the line of constructor standings but lewis hamilton uh he finished fifth he started sixth i spent a lot of the race and i'm sure a lot of people did watching him stuck behind esteban ocon saying man why if he could only get past Ocon he could create some drama I think Ocon is this is where I'm going to praise Ocon and shift the whole conversation Ocon finished fourth fourth in this race and started fifth that is as best as you can possibly do in that Alpine given how many people finished ahead of him it's just kind of a weird battle up top but I my point being like I, I, I had to stop myself from saying like Lewis Hamilton was stuck behind Esteban Ocon to like, no, Esteban Ocon held up Lewis Hamilton and then pulled off fourth place in this race. I just have a hard time take making any big takeaways, any big storylines from a race where you run what 30 laps. Yeah. It was like 28, maybe. 28. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, good for good for Ocon. You know that that takes that's, that's yeah, it's good driving. I'm not I'm not making it into a larger thing, but yeah, it's good. But driving. I just, what am I supposed to learn from this game? What am I supposed to learn from this? Like, it's not a full race. Um, I just, again, good for Ocon, but it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. Johnny, you're yeah, the Alpine I'm, guy. No, I'm kind of with Ian on this one, and I, I do I love Alpine as much as the next guy, and and. Uh, if you're an Alpine fan, let's say, I think you've got your eyes on next year. You've got that all French lineup, Gasly and Ocon. It's it's going to be sick. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't take too much away from from Ocon's result in this race. And it, it threw no fault of his own, but, um, you know, just weird, weird rain stuff uh, doesn't really solidify anything for me. I'm way more impressed with Vettel finishing sixth. Yeah, that was that was kind of that's the yeah. kind of the other like notable notable one. Yeah, McLaren. Like, yeah, McLaren underachieved a little bit, but they weren't terrible. Alpine did did like overachieved a little bit, but it wasn't Smash like. Sebastian Vettel was, was sixth. And George Russell was eighth. Like, huh? What? No, In the, the once you get past uh, once you get like like past basically Hamilton, like Ocon finished fourth. That's great, and then Hamilton fifth. Everything after that is. Kind of a mess. Yeah. We've got yeah. uh, Vettel sixth, a uh, Vettel ahead of Alonso, and then that ahead of Russell, 
who's fourth in the Drivers' Championship, and then Latifi, which we'll get into later, then the two <laughs> McLarens, 10 and 11, then Stroll, then Yuki, Magnussen, Bottas, Joe, Mick, and, and Gasly finished last. It was a disastrous day for, for uh, Pierre Gasly. But... Yeah, what a what a drive from uh, from Vettel, especially consider. I mean, we'll land Stroll. I guess Stroll went from 18th to 12th, but Vettel, what a what a drive from him! And it was so nice to see his because you know he loves this track. He loves the people of Japan. Um, you could tell how much he respected the moment of his his last time, you know, racing at Suzuka in Formula One. So glad that he got one more opportunity to come back there. Um, it was just great feel-good story yeah no no i mean not again yeah not really but you summed it up perfectly 10 out of 10 um, no notes 10 out, of 10 out of 10 no notes yeah it was um i don't know again it just anytime these races do under 30 laps i just it's just i, I it's hard for me to have any major takeaways yeah it was mostly the. It's like watching game. a three. It's like watching a three inning baseball game and being like, "Well, yeah, you put together a really good at bat in the top of the first. It's no, like, it was, okay. it's basically like one of the like <laughs> one of the like seven inning double headers. No, it's not even that. It's, it's like no, a no, seven no, no, inning no. double header that gets through five innings before a rain out or like. No, no, no. Rain. It's a yeah. seven inning double header. No, they, Hear me out because because the bullpen management is so is so different out. on the seven inning games. Like, because no. if you lose the first, if you, if you blow your, your good bullpen arms in the first game, then managers just straight up do not care. So you're playing a seven inning game, your starter gets shelled, and then you're, you're just trotting out nobody in the second half. And that's kind of what it was. It was like, Hey, let's, you know, let's throw uh Oviendo in there for the last, that that's it was like, Hey, let's put on some slick tires and see what happens. That's the equivalent Ovi, of what it was. Right? Oviedo, bro. Oviedo. Sorry. <laughs> Get his name. Like to right. point out that uh, former pirate starters that we traded away have thrown 24 innings and given up one earned run so far in this postseason, and uh, we got one major league player in return for it, and nobody's ever heard of any of them. But uh, that's 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 all I got with that. Uh, rest in peace, Cardinals and uh, Pirates and Nationals. We're dead on arrival. Um, try, trying to find some more talking points from this actual race. Again, we don't want to overreact to. Uh, yeah, Rockstar Wanker on track action. What? Let's get it. Rockstar Wanker. Rockstar Wanker. Rockstar Wanker. Who? You go. Go for it, Ian. Yeah, take it. Take take uh, the help. Rockstar. Anybody who stayed up all night to watch that race, you are the rockstar. You the fan of the rockstar because we all knew a couple things were going to happen. Number one, we knew that delay was going to be super super long because it was. I think it's typhoon season in Japan, so hopefully all the good people in Japan are doing okay dealing with those typhoons. And second. We knew Max Verstappen was going to absolutely run away with that race. And I think a lot of people do not want to stay up two plus hours watching nothing to watch Max Verstappen run a 25 lap race. So if you set up to do that, good on you. The, the closest moment of that race was going into turn one where Leclerc was ahead, but he had the worst line. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? On lap one, yeah. Charles Leclerc, yeah. I thought he had him. And I was like, if he can just get Max crawled, crawled away from the line. And he just, yeah, yeah, Leclerc got the better start. And then, and then all of a sudden it was just in half a second, Max Verstappen had taken the lead of the race. And, and that was that, but that was the closest I thought to thinking that like anyone, but Max was going to win the race was literally going into turn one. The wanker is the guy who either, I, I don't want to fault the tractor driver because he's probably just doing what he was told, 
Um, but whoever decision it was to put a tractor out on the track, you're the wanker of the week. Shame on you, Shane. I'm better. That seems that seems completely fair. Uh, Pretty straightforward. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny is the, um, the resident construction man of the podcast. Are you going to d- defend your boys hey man, out here? We or? we are under federal regulations by the DOT. We're required to drug test all all uh, heavy machinery and and truck operators. So uh, you know, I've got. A set of rules that I live by. Uh, but no, my, my rock star goes to the fans as well, but um, instead to the 100,000 Japanese um, faithful that showed up, uh, you know, hadn't, hadn't raced at Suzuka. Yeah, hadn't raced in Suzuka in a couple of years thanks to stupid COVID. So, um, you know, those people were excited to be out in full force. And, you know, the, the weather kind of diminished that a little bit, which is a shame, but uh, it was cool to see everyone back out there. Um, and Wanker, Wanker for me, uh, I think just for me, it's, it goes to LeClaire. I mean, this guy is just, he's this year he's made costly mistake after costly mistake. And and if 2022 has shown us anything, it's that Red Bull can out-design and, you know, they can outbuild Ferrari. They can, you know, they can put an incredible car out in the field. And when Max Verstappen's out here, he's only had two slip ups all year in Singapore and Spain. And Charles Leclerc is making a, a costly race costing mistake every other week. To be fair, um, this yeah. cost him is what? This one took him from second to third. Yeah, if but this uh, happened, it, if this happened, it, it cost him the championship, Curtis. It cost him the championship. If 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 he did this at like Paul Ricard, remember where Paul Ricard, where Charles yeah. binned it and and mm-hmm. ended up out of the race. If he had done this at Paul Ricard at that point in the season, we wouldn't be talking about it like this. If he had just gone from yeah. second to third because of that, it'd be it'd be a footnote on on the weekend. It's just it does kind of feel like just another yeah. thing, you know, in, it's in the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not, he didn't do anything Maybe slightly representative egregious. Of, yeah, yeah. Of a bigger problem. For sure. So that's you? your, your, your wanker of the week, uh, Charlotte yep. Claire. All right. I, I appreciate the new style here. Keeping me on my toes. Uh, where, where we're each going rockstar wanker individually. Um, rockstar of the week for me is, Nicholas Latifi for the is second the time this year is the, uh, yes, yes, yes. I went rock star first. I know that, I know that we're all out of here. I had some options, um, you know, Ocon, which, which I've talked about Vettel, which we've talked about Vettel probably should have been my rock star, but I already said it and I'm going to commit to it. Um, and then also max, you know, for, you know, winning the championship, yada, 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 flawless drive. Yeah, whatever. Sick of hearing it. Boring. Nicholas Latifi. You guys realize that Nicholas Latifi started this race 19th place. No. Nicholas Stevie started the race 19th place. And sure, most of it was due to him being the first one to pit. What was it? for? They pitted early. Him and Vettel both pitted early for wets, like immediately for wets. And it gave them, it put him in a great position to get points. But Nicholas Latifi made up 10 places to score two points on the weekend. Nicholas Latifi has now moved his way up. Listen to this. Nicholas Latifi has moved his way up into 20th place in the Drivers' Championship after this yeah, performance. Yeah. He has passed yeah. Nick DeVries and Nico Hulkenberg, and he is now in 20th place on a tiebreaker with Nick DeVries because he's completed more races than him. Um, 
But here, here. Multiple points. One race. Nicholas Latifi, 19th to 9th. That sounds like a terrible tiebreaker, by the way. The guy with more points, with the same amount of points, but more races should be behind the guy with the same amount of points in the list. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I'm honestly not even sure that that's the tiebreaker. Look, let's clear up a couple of things right here. Number one, I don't know if it's typhoon season in Japan. All right. I have no idea. I don't know if Ian knows, but I, I'm I'm not convinced of that. I, re- I really don't know. Number two. I don't know if that's the tiebreaker. I know that the first tiebreaker is whoever had the higher finish and they both their highest finish is ninth. So I can only assume that if Nicholas Latifi is ahead of him, it's strictly because he's run more laps, you know, like that's the uh, only, that's the only typhoon season in Japan runs from July through October. Okay. So it is in fact typhoon season. Okay, good. I just wanted to look. clarify. I just, dude, I just wanted to make a sure. Farmer's Almanac for once, dude. Dude, it's hurricane season. I know that. Blanker, I know New Blanker is Curtis for not realizing when typhoon season in Japan is. I don't live on, I don't, none of us live on the Pacific. I'm busy enough with our hurricanes here on, uh, on the East Coast. No, typhoon is the uh, Pacific version of a, uh, of a hurricane. Cyclone is a complete, a cyclone is like a tornado. But we'll, I guess we can, dive, we can dive into that when the Yangshap boys go, go meteorology on us. If you're, if you're still listening through, this has been Typhoon Talk with the Yangshap yeah. podcast. Look, I, I, I work at a news station. I know plenty of meteorologists, okay? I can get them on here in a snap of a finger, all right? We'll, we can clear this stuff up. Anyway, moving on. My wanker of the week. I've got a few, so hear me out. Let's hear it. Lando Norris, Daniel Ricardo, Lance Stroll. I'm going to put the Oscars music in here. Uh, Yuki Tsunoda, Kevin Magnuson, Valtteri Bottas, Zhou Guan Yu, Mick Schumacher, and Pierre Gasly. These are all your wankers? Yes, because they all finished behind Nicholas Latifi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can I add one that I just thought of while you were <laughs> yes, uh, rattling yours off? So uh, mine goes to Williams Racing for letting Nick DeVries go to AlphaTauri and not signing him up for a seat next year because those guys. Yeah, I don't know the logistics of those contract talks, but that hey. uh, yeah, we're talking about the the guy who's hey, tied with. I'm, I'm excited for uh, this. We're getting off topic, but I'm excited for Short King Tari, where it's like if you're over the height of five three, get the heck out. <laughs> oh of Oh my here. gosh, <laughs> I hadn't even considered that. What's the <laughs> average height at AlphaTauri next year between There's, Yuki and There are two drivers got. We're gonna. They're gonna then go to races. Jesus, sorry, I had a stroke there. Um, he, they're gonna have to be two two small men on top of each other in a trench coat to sneak into R-rated movies, and then also they can drive for AlphaTauri. What was that guy from uh from BoJack? Uh, Vincent Adult Man. Vincent Adult Man. Yeah, you were him for Halloween, I believe. I have been. Yes. Fun fact: Ian Ian is is six foot seven. You know, for any of for any of our listeners out there, and uh, what 130 pounds soaking wet, something like that. No, he's put on he's put, he's put on some ass, but yeah, 195. That is one of those. They call them legs go all the way up. It's it, it's true. I have, it's all I, legs. I've heard that before. <laughs> he's all he's at least 80 percent legs. Oh man, you, you're you're giving too much. You're giving you can't, you're a, you have to cut all this now because you dropped my last name. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. God, oh. I just the anonymity here. is gone. Oh, he doxed him. I've been doxed. You gotta, you gotta cut all this. Oh, God. You gotta cut all me. this. I lost my headphones. We got the like two people that I was listening to Typhoon Talk could know. What's happening? That's on. I said me. you gotta cut all this for doxing me. Yeah, all this no, gotta no. be cut. Absolutely, absolutely no doxing here. <laughs>
Um, all right, guys, that's uh, that's all I got from from the Japanese Grand Prix or, you know, the little little half race that it was going through my notes. Uh, I don't think I have anything else. That's, that's perfect. Right. Oh, I also thought it was absolutely hilarious. There wasn't a great clip of it that I could play the audio from. Pierre Gasly, when he ran through the barrier on on lap one. <laughs> and was oh, he's got with the entire Rolex sign in front of his he's car. Like, what the hell is this the thing? Audience, what is this? What is this? I can't see. I can't see okay. anything. I'm glad you brought that up because it was really funny to see Gasly drive with like a big piece just, of sign. A chunk of a car. sign in front of his like car. It's like cartoonish, um, dude. Is absolutely. It felt like a, like Grand Theft Auto. Like I just I was like it it invoked so many just like visceral um, things that I've other se- I've seen in other other mediums. Um, uh, I think that's all I got, though. Any, anything else? Any other notes? No. Um, <laughs> so I'm just looking at the piece of ghastly with the beer. It's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. What is this? What is this? Absolutely great. And then one lap later, it got even worse for Pierre Gasly somehow. Um, and this is all after he started from the pit lane because his brakes weren't working. So just a just a heck of a heck of a weekend for old boy. Old boy, old boy had a rough go of it. I so. mean, understandably, they put all of their attention on Yuki for for this weekend. I mean, I know I was I was all in on all in on Yuki, uh, hoping hoping he gets Q three. Couldn't quite do it, but let's move on. The next race, uh, Ian, that you you now know. Yeah, shame on me. I thought they were going to Brazil first. I apologize. No, they are going to going to Austin for the United States Grand Prix. We're back. This will be uh, what October twenty fourth, I guess, would be the the official. Wait, no, October twenty third will be the date of the uh, official date of the race Um, in Austin. So we got one week off, and then we're coming back to Austin. U.S. Grand Prix. First time we've uh, we've really gotten to, to to get into some history here on this podcast. You guys know no. that that's become my new bit is some some lovely history um, from wherever we're going. U.S. Grand Prix existed in some capacity um, for like fifty something years, and then in two thousand seven, it used to run in Indianapolis. They stopped it uh, after the. You guys familiar with the the worst F one race of all time? The Bridgestone tire scandal. Yes, the tire, tire the, the tire, tire scandal tire episode game. where only like seven cars ran. And I think it was four. Out four teams minute. that were running yeah. Michelins. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an, a an absolute fun team. fact. Uh, Portuguese driver Tiago Monteiro scored his only career points that. Yes, yeah, the only I heard that I remember hearing that. I think they. I think I it was think, a Jordan uh, that got mentioned. Yeah, that got mentioned in a uh, in uh, Elvis Presley's book, I believe. <laughs> that, that there That's were true, yeah. there were a bunch of lads in the pit lane who went yeah. down who went uh who had people in vegas like placing bets for him yeah. on on him scoring points because they were the first people to know that you know what the situation was going to be the next day um it was uh bernie ecclestone said uh and i quote we will never return to indianapolis at the time <laughs> he then spent the next three years making 50-50 comments insinuating that they might return to Indianapolis if the price was right, in true Bernie Eccleston fashion. When this all was said and done, they settled on a 10-year contract for a F1-specific built track, Circuit of the Americas, to be built in Austin that would utilize, you know, parts of... I'm just I'm spitballing this. I'm not reading this off, I think. Uh, that would, you know, kind of utilize parts of other famous tracks, most notably the S's from Suzuka, um, and it's in its layout and we've been there ever since other than uh, than the COVID years. I would like to give a quick shout out to uh, other United States Grand Prix that happened during this time, specifically the Detroit Grand Prix 
which uh, good friend Dean, I know his mom, uh, has talked about these Detroit Grand Prix multiple times. Detroit Grand Prix winners include Ayrton Senna four times in a row, Kiki Rosberg, and Nelson Piquet. Shout out to Detroit Grand Prix. Shout out Mama Bertelson. Um, yeah. And, and there's yes. there's the shout out. So we've been in Austin since 2012, I believe, is the the, the first year um, since they've been back there. I personally love this love this track. Before I start ranting, just yeah, first first thoughts on on Austin, guys. It's a fun race. It is a it's a fun race. Um, it's in America, obviously, which is great. It starts at normal time here, which is always fun for us. Um, yeah, hopefully, I know Max has got everything clenched up, so hopefully, it's actually a good race, and maybe we get like a uh, Daniel Ricardo victory. Who knows? Who's to say? Johnny, you're muted again, Johnny. We're racing for nothing but pride now, boys. So uh, yeah, it should be an we're interesting for one. Fun. We're so yeah, I, I personally, I, I love, <laughs> I love um, the circuit of the Americas. Uh, nice little, you know, 55, 56 lapper. Just perfect. Good weather, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, 52 yeah. or something. It's going to be great. Yeah. yeah, it should be a good time. Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, especially, uh, can we do a... We doing a, a last five uh, Grand Prix winners. I'm getting uh, there, Johnny. Come on. When do I I'm, not? Yeah. It I'm went off the rails my with Anton right last week. It went, it went off, uh, off the rails. That's that was the moment I knew that we couldn't we we could not uh could not publish that episode. Anton, if you're listening, we love you. Um, <laughs> so let, all right, let's jump right into it. It's been, it's it's being clamored clamored by uh by Johnny. Last five winners. Let's start it off, guys. So you got. Let's start rattling them off. You know, it's like it's uh, like no, I need to get a Max family is still feud fresh board, in my mind. You know, Max. Uh, Max, Max is fresh won, in my mind Max from last, last year. year in 2021. There was no race Hamilton. in 2020. Who won 2019? Hamilton. Honorary Who won Lewis 2019? Hamilton mention. Lewis Hamilton did win this, but not oh, in 2019. We're going to, okay. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying, Lewis Hamilton. It, it, it is correct, but it's not. It's not the number two COVID. answer on the board. 2020, 2020, 2020 was, COVID. was COVID. 2019 was not Lewis Hamilton. Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri Bottas, 2019. 2018 was also not Lewis Hamilton. Hmm. Mm. Getting, ready to, getting ready to hit the buzzer, boys. Was that Ricardo? I thought that Ricardo won nope. this race. No, sir. Um, Seb, Vettel. No. Kimi Raikkonen. The ice Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. Ferrari. Okay. Ferrari. Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. So we have Max 2021, Red Bull, Valtteri Bottas 2019, Mercedes, Kimi Raikkonen 2018. Uh, then we have a nice little fun stretch of uh, which you guys have already said. Lewis Hamilton, uh, that would be 2017, 2016, 2015, 2014, uh, 2012, and also 2007, just for the folks counting along at home. Leaving one more driver who was also mentioned in there, 2013 is the only year. Um, Sebastian Vettel won in 2013. In I the Red Bull, pretty someone. amazing that that uh, Lewis Hamilton during the yeah. yeah that stretch of of Red Bull dominance was still able to to win that. Just Hamilton, 17, 16, 15, 14, 12. And, That's what and led me seven. to the Valtteri. The, the I was like, this is a Mercedes track, so if it's it was not like Lewis. Russia and 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 Coda somehow like Bottas always did uh did really well at. Um, but I I I, I do really enjoy enjoy this track. I think it's. I, I am absolute trash at it in the F1 game. 
I cannot get a handle <laughs> on that, that on that circuit. It's the S's. Well, it's because I'm a terrible, terrible driver. Um, yes. Like, look, I can whip my Civic around all day long, but but you put me in an F1 car and you ask me to actually go through some real difficult corners. And I think that's why I like Coda is because it actually does ask a lot of questions of the drivers. The, the undulation, the uphill into turn one and then in, it's a hairpin into a downhill and then goes into the s's like it's absolutely wild i think Yeehaw, I, baby. it's an exceptionally well-built circuit Yeehaw. Yeah, that leads me into did any did any of you guys see uh daniel ricardo uh his 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 instagram reel quote unquote i guess that's a thing it's the only one that i've watched ever but um i watched it earlier because alexa sent it to me he's selling cowboy merch and i really respect it I really he, respect it. That dude, nobody loves America like Daniel Ricardo. And, it's amazing. And he, he doesn't just love America. He loves the like the he loves the, the like Texas America. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, like I like I'm I'm thoroughly the convinced. Rust I could hundred percent like see him, him that's he just that's not the rust that's belt the at all. Rust. No, 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 no. Daniel Ricardo the does not bowl. identify the rust belt on a map, man. Daniel, Daniel Ricardo is nothing about Ac- Pittsburgh or Columbus or I was gonna say Daniel Ricardo is not moving to Akron, Ohio. Yeah, but him getting go. but him getting like a ranch outside of like, you know, Austin or Dallas or something would like be very on brand for him, I feel like. But that dude loves America. He loves it. He loves it. And Probably out of a seat next year, unfortunately. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. He's gonna if he be- finds himself something to do for next year. He he pretty much already said he's kind of got a sight set on twenty twenty four. I think um, as a I think I think a reserve driver for Mercedes he's got a real nice ring to it for our boy Ricardo. They're gonna yeah. need one after. Uh, he's gonna get. He can just sit back, cash checks, drive a great car, learn from the best. Perfect guy. Perfect it might guy. be a couple of years away from him just moving moving to America full time and then just cashing in, eating brisket all day or whatever the heck he's going to do over here. Hey, but I'm excited he to see and him. I can't stress it enough. Haw, baby. Let's go. He and I can't stress this enough. Haw. Big Johnny? titties and beer. <laughs> yep, there we go. That's not Rust Belt. <laughs> the Rust we finally Belt. got Johnny. Yeah, he loves the Rust Belt. <laughs> On that note, that's all. That's all we got. We're coming back to Since America. When baby. is Texas not the Rust Belt? Always, always, and forever, it is not the Rust Belt. That's all we got. We're coming to America, October twenty third. Catch the race. We'll 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 be here for you guys. Ian, what you got? I just said we'll catch you guys some point, hopefully before Halloween. Yeah, we'll 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 see. We got some weddings to go to. It's gonna be a bit busy busy calendar, but we'll we'll make something happen for you.